Father, I thank you that we're coming together and we're not playing no games. We're coming together to expect what you want to say and what you want to do different today in our lives. Same God doing much more. And we're here for the much more. We don't have to say every time turn to this page or look at this and copy this and go publish that. Copy and paste that. We have an entire concordance on the inside of us. And that's your entire kingdom, Father, just like that. You are still the same. Even though we turn to the pages and read how you are due to what you've done before, you're still the same today and forevermore. And we thank you for what you're about to do right now. See, we're going to confess that we're rich. And we're going to feel what it is to be rich. Because our thoughts are rich. Our ways are rich. You lay your hands upon our lives that make it rich. Our families are rich. The restoration is rich. Every dream is rich. Every promise is rich. Every fruit is rich. Our growth is rich. As we advance, it's rich. Our worship, our knowledge, our awareness, the wisdom and the knowledge. And we intercede regarding interpreting, knowing the importance of gaining an understanding that we're rich. Supernaturally rich. We always have. We always have because we're rich. We always push past because we're rich. Every time you feel uncomfortable, ladies and gentlemen, speak in your heavenly language, even if you have to lower the tune a bit. It's never going to tune out the atmosphere that's inclusive for the breakthrough that you are seeking God for. Because God sends us into opportunities that release pressure. Because we learn through pressure. We advance through pressure. We grow through pressure. Become better out of the pressure. Receive better because of pressure. No more because of pressure. Make a better decision because of the pressure. Become stronger because of pressure. Wiser because of pressure. Fired up because of pressure. More determined because of pressure. And many of us consider pressure to be a problem and we're running from it. See, God will send you around people where you will feel, I will feel tension around. We have to know that pressure is not a problem. Even when God sends us into atmospheres that we feel a lot of tension. And no, it doesn't feel good. Sometimes we just want to avoid 
And it's not because we're afraid. It's because we don't want to do something that we know we shouldn't do and make matters worse with people that we don't want to be in situations like that with because we love and we care. Now, I'm just talking about the body right now because the body is rich. We have to release what we know over the body so it can show what we know. And that's the demonstration of God's power. We can't just see what shouldn't be and think it's not okay and keep it that way every day that we see and we hear and we understand that it shouldn't be that way. So we got to be used to bring forth that change. You have to stand and not quit. You have to stand and not walk away. Stand and not run away. Because the devil is trying to chase you away from the body. Trying to chase you away from ministry. And he knows who to use to try to do it. Even on your job. We don't need you here today. I come to work every day. Will we fall now? Some will even give you an advice, making it seem like they're on your side, like they're supporting you in your time of rest. Well, you can go ahead and take some time off. No, I don't need no time off. I'm in it for God, the greater one on the inside of me. I declare and decree supernatural energy. Devil, you're not going to chase me away. Many of us say, okay, thank you, because I was tired. No, that's your way of saying you don't want me here. No, I'm not going nowhere, because you need me here. And every devil or demon trying to use you to chase me up out of here, because they don't want to leave from out here they want to remain here but guess what they got to go come on the devil got to go everywhere you go he got to go got to flee he got to get the heck up out of there you understand he got to go He got to go wherever you go. I don't mean be in your presence as in going along with you. No, he got to go. That means he got to leave. He got to leave. And he's trying to have you to leave by bringing pressure. Because no one wants to sit around pressure. No one wants to communicate around pressure. No one wants to go to work with pressure. No one wants to go around tension. Because we don't want to pay attention to that type of tension. And we walk away and forget to mention who's the great one on the inside of us. Who's taking us on higher dimensions. Come on, someone. You got to know how to stand your ground. You have to love that much, love that sharp, to let your love be sharper than any two-edged sword that you don't go anywhere. And guess what? You're going to begin to see things break off of people. You're going to begin to see demons flee away from people. I'm trying to tell you. You have to stand your ground. Even if you want to go to the bathroom and pray some more. Even if you want to just keep lifting up the name and keep declaring the blood. Even if you have to go some places earlier than you normally be before anyone arrives and just declare and decree up in that place. You think you're not going to see what you say and you say what God already said concerning you and everybody else in and through around you, in and through you. Because the greater one on the inside of them as well. Come on, someone. You can't leave. The devil is trying to kick you out. He's trying to have you to feel like I don't want to be around it. I don't want to go near it. Because I don't like what I'm encountering. Because it shouldn't be happening. 
But that's a victimized mentality by addressing the problem. See, we can't declare a problem because we're going to see the problem because we have whatever we say regarding anything that come out of our mouth. So we're going to speak words of life concerning everything. So we're going to call things that we want to see that are tended right now not to be. And it has to become because what you just said going to be your reality. You understand? So don't leave. How many places God had you to be and you felt the tension and you just kept, you know, playing it off or overriding the conversations and, you know, just not looking at the person or the people in the eye who's releasing the tension and you just still loving and hugging and smiling. It's not being fake. It's just pushing past, not being hateful. It's just pushing past, being very grateful that God is the greater one on the inside of you and he's not going to bring you into something that he's not going to bring you out of. So go ahead and push past. Go ahead and see it through and come out on the other side, the inside of you. Don't ever forget that so don't move the devil don't want you where you are he don't want me where I am but we're not going anywhere in fact we're going to take it up further than that and we're going to praise like never before every time we speak in tongues it confuses him it shuts him up he can't do nothing with it it doesn't matter how you just release a different atmosphere wherever you go. You just know it's important to do so. Don't keep that atmosphere the same way or that tension going to keep building and building and try to take you away and try to take you out even. Out of your position, my position. Because sometimes we feel like, you know what? I don't have time for this. I'm not putting up with this. But the thing is, that's not how we supposed to think. So why are we even talking that way? That's the old man. So we cannot allow those spirits to jump, to come on the inside of us. And then we become entangled with the negative news and the negative intentions. And now we became entangled. And losing sight of why we there in the first place. I can't go to somebody's house to witness to a soul and end up in their bed. When they asking to be free from fornication. I can't go to somebody's house and we get to arguing. Because they don't want to receive Christ because they angry about something. And I keep pushing the issue. That's not the purpose of going out to be a good steward, a good witness, period. So that's important to you to know today. That's how important you are here. That's how uniquely and wonderfully made you are here. That everything that you see that appear to be unlike God, you have to shift that atmosphere. That's how important you are. And that's everywhere you go. And majority of the times where we go are places that we are familiarized with. Hey. Hey, it is what it is. We might got to shift the atmosphere in our own home. In our own friendships. Our own whatever. But guess what? Our own of anything is going to come up higher and going to become better. The devil is trying to chase you away with pressure. 
And you cannot allow him to chase you away with pressure. You have to stand in it. Give praise in it. Be the bigger person around it. And that's how you see it through. Because God is quickening and sharpening you. By allowing you to, you understand, see it through. That's what's called standing firm. Deeply rooted. That means I can't uproot myself from this place. I can't uproot myself from this connection. I can't uproot myself from this person or these people. I have to stay rooted. And sometimes we don't know what to do, what to say, because sometimes the tension could be so loud, but our faith is louder than that. We have to call on the name and keep calling on his name. Because I can even feel your tension around you. I don't have to know no names. I can feel the tension. The devil trying to chase you away with tension. And you feel unhonored and you feel disrespected and you feel like, you know what? You know how you are and you're not going to get out your godly curtain for nobody. So you're going to just politely walk yourself away. But that's exactly what the devil want to do. What God never say. Never say walk away. He says stay. You stand your ground and guess what? You're going to see change. Because people are going to feel convicted on your job, in your home, in your community, no matter where it is. People are going to feel convicted when you stand. Because they're going to start feeling guilty for what they're doing. And it's called conviction. Because we know what's right and we know what's wrong. And many of us think if we keep doing wrong things, we're going to chase people away with our wrongdoing. But the thing is, when they see someone stand and they're not going anywhere and they know why they're not going anywhere, then they can't do nothing but allow that demon to bow before the king that's in you. So stand. Bring out the best in you. That's what it's time for. Releasing the best of you. Show us what you got. Show us. We know who you have. Now show us what he has done for you. Show us how he uniquely formed you. We need to see you. Now show us you. Show us your potential. Show us your best self. That he made like nobody else. Don't just see me in my best. No, show forth your best. It's going to take pressure to bring you to purpose. It's going to take pressure to let you know that it's not a problem. It's a solution. It's purposeful. That's how you know you mature when you thank God for a trial or tribulation. You don't even see that the same anymore. You don't even look at pressure the same anymore. It doesn't matter what type of message. It doesn't matter what type of logo. It doesn't matter what type of momentum. It doesn't matter what type of anything. Because we are God's type. We serve God. We walk with God. No one's hiding God. 
What can hate do with love present? What can doubt do with faith present? What can evil do when good is present? Nothing. So stand your ground. Sometimes you may want to cry in the atmosphere that the tension is just that loud. So make a louder sound. Don't blame yourself. Don't blame a person. You take it out on an enemy with your identity in God. We don't have to talk about what we don't like anymore around those who we love anymore. We're just going to come together and know what to do. Shut the devil up. Who keep trying to play with you. That's how quick spirits jump. That you could be a person who stand firm. I stand firm. And all of a sudden, I don't want to go to work anymore. Or I, I want to avoid being where I normally want to be because I'm being chased away from every demon. And we looking at it like, okay, well, I don't want to get out my godly character. Can't nobody get you out your identity if your true identity is who you are. You come too far to go back. You come too far to even think about becoming a pillar of salt when Christ called you the salt of the earth. He used that very same thing that destroyed Lot's wife to have us to be that type of season here with him on the inside. The salt of the earth. And he said, do not lose your flavor. Don't lose your originality. Don't lose your character. Don't lose your respect. Don't lose your worship unto God. Don't lose your servanthood and the reason why you say yes to God. Don't lose sight of why you being humble. Don't lose the sight of why you want to come alongside with people in the body. Don't lose being loving. Don't lose your patience. Don't lose being kind. Don't lose the long suffering. Don't lose sight of why you are where you are and how you are the way that you are. Don't lose sight that God is. Don't lose sight that God can. Don't lose sight that God's able. Don't lose sight that God already has. Don't lose sight you always win because it's already finished. So don't move. Bring more. Don't close up. Don't close up. Open up more. You know how many of us in this earth right now who do not know how to receive affection? Let people just go ahead and just hug all on you and kiss you on your cheek. Many of us be like, uh, it feels uncomfortable. But when you open up for God's love, God's intimacy, he rubs all over you with his words and his deeds. His presence rubs you in places you've never been touched that no one can ever cause you to close up ever again because you had an encounter with love, had an encounter with affection, had an encounter with empathy, sympathy, mercy, might, strength, power, grace. 
You had a face to face, a heart to heart, spirit to spirit, eternity to eternity, encounter with God. Promise to promise, promise to fruition with God. And can't no devil touch that. Can't no devil come near that. They don't want to come near your worship. They don't want to come near your fire. They don't want to come near your praise. They don't want to come near your determination on the rise. They don't want to come near revival. So stay revived. You know that you know that you know that you know. Why you say yes to God. It wasn't that we said yes to foolishness. It wasn't that we said yes to backbiting and all types of tension and taunting. We are not focused on that type of way of thinking. That's not even our focus. We say yes that we push past all the things that God used me to just say. Through it all, we still on top of it. And the purpose is, it's not for us to pull away from people. It's to stand before God and release who he wants to be to every person who's acting in that sinful nature. He is Jehovah Rapha. A Hebrew way of saying the one who heals. I can speak Hebrew. I can speak English. He's still the same. So keep calling on his name. The devil is trying to intimidate you. Things that you normally do and you're good at. People try to bring other people to compete with you. And you know there's no competition with your uniqueness. That's because the devil tried to use that to chase you away. Because the devil knows that we don't like pressure. Why? Because he's the one who's feeling the pressure. He's the one who's feeling the demonic type of pressure because he knows his time is almost up. Nothing he can do. He cannot say, Father, forgive me, and he go back to being who he was. He cannot say, Father, your mercy is new for me every day. He cannot say, you so love Satan that you're giving your only son for Satan. He cannot say that. God so loved Lucifer. He cannot say that. He has a blood bought, right? He cannot say he back in the kingdom. He can never, ever say that again. He can never encounter what we always encounter every second. So everything that he feels demonically, he trying to release it upon us. And God used that very thing prophetically, miraculously to bless us. God's pressure is purposeful. It's to deny demonic pressure, which is not. It prevails not. He's pressured with those chains because you have broken them. And every chain you break 
it puts them back on him. Everything that you take, everything he tried to give you, it's been given back to him. Released back to him. Every lie sent back to him. That's the pressure that he feels. That he never wins. He attempts every day to win and he loses every time. He starts projects every day and they never be accomplished. Talk about that type of pressure. That's like going up a roller coaster and never going down. To even enjoy the effect of the ride. He never has no relief. He try to take what we have for him to receive. And he's not taking it for him to operate in it because that's a good thing. Every good thing been stripped. He just wanted away from us so we could not have what he cannot have. He can't take your wealth and spend your money. He can't take your health and be fine and dandy. No, he takes it from you because he wants you to be like him. Because he can't be like you. You have to go all out with your walk now. You have to go all out on why you're here. You have to go all out with your attitude, with your effort and your energy. You have to change how you feel inside and go all out what's already on the inside. You need to come out on the outside and bring change in everybody's lives who are around you. You have to come up higher right now. And there's no going back from that reality for you. You are a threat to the enemy. He don't want you around. He's trying to chase you away. Don't want you to be where you need to be. Don't want you to say what you ought to say. Don't want you to think how you need to think. And don't want you to speak how you ought to speak. And that's why he's a liar. A deposit came on the inside of me at like three in the morning. You know what's so amazing? God gave me a dream with that deposit. It was a big deposit of just a bag of wealth. And I'm going to tell you. The dream I had last night was like, what? It was a dream of every male, not many, every male that Eva wanted to connect their soul with me that was deceptive and every male that I was in a relationship with that I tied my soul with. So those who thought to be with me and tied their emotions towards me falsely and those who I falsely connected minds with and was in a relationship with were in a dream last night. And God began to talk to me about what each man was sent to take from me. And I'll never forget when I found a place to call home there was a gentleman 
who was really confusing me. We were living around the same neighborhood, so I would see this person every time I walked to the job I was on my way to. And that person would just stare at me when we all come together and say little things. And I began to believe because I didn't know that someone could say something like that from God and actually lie. I didn't know about all of that. Now, I know about a difference between a lie and the truth. But when somebody look like they just so powerful and anointed, you begin to believe what they're saying over you. But you want to wait till you hear it from God, too. So I begin to say what he said. And the truth was being revealed to me about the real man. This was years and years and years ago. And I say, no, it's not that man. It's this man. It's not. It's this man. Because it can only be one And God began to show me the dream, what this person was, you know, sent to take from me. It wasn't even about my anointing. It wasn't even about, you know, why I come to this place. It wasn't even about my gifting. It was about my body. You just wanted my body? Wow. And look at God. I don't wish or hope for no one to leave where they're supposed to be planted. But God will remove somebody for a time so you can know what time it is. See, people will be removed not always permanently. It may be temporary. And God began to show me the others. After my anointing, try to take things from me. Because when you connect to someone, they have access to the inside of you. So I begin to really feel what God is saying to me. God began to water the seeds in the ground for me. God began to pour water on the ground. And all of a sudden, there goes something sprouting out so fast. He said, I'm doing it. I'm surprising you, Quinesh. Enjoy what I'm doing for you. And all of a sudden, in this dream, I began to see what each man was sent to take from me. Or why they wanted to come towards me. And all of a sudden, the right man was like in the back. Wasn't noticed. Wasn't even talked about. And I said, no way. All of you get out of here. And I walked towards the back. And I said, no, that's real love right there for me. All that in the dream that I just woke up from.
And I began to lift this man up. He was balled up like, you know, like not considered, rejected, like, okay, well, whatever. And I'm like, no, no, whatever. That's like when you become so famous and your friend don't have access to you as much because they started, you know, seeing how you so busy now and they thinking that you're too busy for them. That's how he was. And I was like, no, get up, get up. You are the right one. This is the real love. I begin to feel how your love feel for me. It began to light up that whole room. It began to light up the whole And then I sat before God when I got up. I began to pray for everyone who desires someone that God never said. For whatever reason, you may like the person or, you know, people, us women and you men. We got to humble ourselves and know why we walking with God. Because I can't be deceived in any type of way and think what God never said. And I'm really thinking that's a reality. I can't have people support my life. I can't have people to try to justify my deception. I can't have people to feel uncomfortable. I can't become demonic. I can't be rude. I can't be sinful. I can't stir up calamity and chaos and drama because the devil has came on the inside of me. And I'm not even aware. We can't do that. That happened to me. And I see it happen to many people who said even to me, that would never happen to me. But when you put your attention on you, you start doing things you thought you would never do. So stay humble and stay with God. Can't no person do what God can do. Can't no person say what God wants to say. Can't no person out top God. Intimacy with you. Ladies and gentlemen. So I come against any stronghold. Any chain. Any blockage. Any sense of being rude. Disrespectful. Lies. We can't be like that and say we walk in with God. I come against it. Regarding every single one of us. What can one do to a person who's walking in the will of God? We can't do nothing but repent. Everybody we read about who went against someone in the will of God had to repent. Noah did it. Simeon, Levi, Nathalie, Ephraim. 
Judah. They all did it. Abba They all repented. Eve had to repent. Adam had to repent. Even Cain had to repent. Apostle Paul had to repent. John Mark had to repent. All had to repent. So we got to keep each other lifted. Especially when we see deception present. We can't entertain it. We got to keep it lifted. Because I felt it in that dream. He was way in the back at the corner of the wall, just bent down. And I was like, no, all of you guys get out of here. No, you. I lifted him up. And I felt the love that he has for me. I never felt that in my life. Because only he's created to release that. And I never felt that. I never felt that. I sat around some awesome women And God was greatly glorified regarding what he's doing in my life. As I'm thanking God for what he's doing in there. Because we're not going to allow the the devil, no demon, to tear any of us apart. Regarding any lie. We're not going to allow atmospheres to not be set for change. We're not going to allow tension to overtake firm believers. And we're not going to not hold ourselves accountable from repenting for what we have said and done. Because on the other side of repentance awaits a great reward called breakthrough. We can't receive our release until we forgive and be forgiven. See, that's how you know you have the heart of God when you don't even look at no one the way how they looked at you or talk to them. Period in life. And you can say, it's all for the glory. I'm not, I never even felt like nothing concerning anybody. 
pushing past to not allow the love not to last because it's unconditional. Can never go sweet to sour concerning any of you. And that's how I know I've been touched because I don't see any wrong in any of you. And I'm proud of myself. I didn't allow things to escalate. I didn't become entangled. I didn't run away, walk away. I stood my ground because I'm here to forever stay. Just like you. And I'm talking to every person who had just been released from everything that you should have never done. Just like I had to be released from the things I know I shouldn't have done. That was nothing but Holy Spirit. It's going to only be Holy Spirit from this day forward. I'm not speaking about yesterday. That's gone. I'm taking it a step at a time. I learned through my mistakes. You won't be successful until you know what failure feels like. Trying not to be a person that you don't want to become going to actually be exposed as being exactly what we don't want to be because that's our main focus. We are what we pay our attention to. So if I focus on what I don't want to become, I'm going to become it. So why don't I just take every step, walk alongside with God and receiving his instruction as everything in me be discovered. That's already inside me and already inside you. That's why we are fully equipped. The devil tried to have me to separate myself. I didn't want no one to be persecuted. I didn't want no one to be involved. So I tried to separate myself. It didn't feel good. It didn't feel good because I did everything God told me to do. And it hurt it. I hated it at times. I backslid to drinking in the beginning. Thank God that I don't drink anymore. I don't be hurt anymore. Don't be angry anymore. Because one thing that could be very troublesome is... You're being told what you cannot do and you know you can. You don't want no trouble. You just want to continue to triumph because you know you can. It was very, very uncomfortable to be in the shoes that God placed on my feet. That's why he say, bless are the feet. Because it's going to take my feet to be blessed to stand right where I was for years. Three years. 
And what I learned is I never go off of what a person say. I have to go off what God says about a person. Because if I come alongside what was said to me, then I may look like what God never said to me as well. I learned how to seek God. I learned how to put Christ's blood over any other blood. I learned how to be quiet and listen. I learned how to stand firm. I learned how to get over my own feelings and cast those down. God had me to go places and join things right in the midst of the tension. Tell me that's not a firm believer. The devil tried all he could to chase me away. And sometimes it felt like it was working. And what took it up a notch, he had me to do it on my end alone. But I was never alone. Because he was teaching me, if I can, you know, subdue this, if I can see the other side of this, then I can do anything. Because everything that was in this that was trying to be sent to destroy me, it was nothing but Satan. He's the only one that's after us. We can't look at each other and say, you know what? You are the one. You are trouble. You are. And I felt like I couldn't, I couldn't, you know, condemn myself by victimizing myself. Because I felt like, you know, I'm just doing what God wants. How people know what I'm going through, what I'm persevering for. It wasn't pretty. To go from being honored to dishonored. And now the devil know how high I have became in a matter of just right now. I can see things breaking. I can see chains being broken. Because we can't leave. We can't even leave with a mindset. Because some of us in a place, but our minds are not there because we don't want to be there. But what you think in your heart, that's where you are. Somewhere else. And I'm not going, I don't know nowhere else. I feel like Ruth. Not going nowhere else. There is nothing Too long I've been running from my purpose. Too long I've been running from what God has said. Too long I've been ignoring Holy Ghost. Too long. Not even aware how quick a blessing showed up for me to bless me and my son. As for me and my house, God was releasing that to me. And I'm thinking about an earthly reality when supernatural is right in front of me. 
I'm thinking about what I can do myself, what I get myself, what I, you know, take care of myself, how independent I am myself. And no one ever said anything about me in that way. It was just heaven sent. And I look at all the beautiful sisters in Christ who I see, you know, has just gotten married and I'm happy for them. And I had to get over me thinking about how it was time for me long, long ago. It showed up that quick for me. And did not possess the promise. So I've given God all I got, which is my yes, that's all I need. And I was not going to allow no devil and I would never allow no demon to take anything away from me that God says belongs to me. Same goes for you. Nothing with my name on it belongs to anybody. No job, no fresh air. I don't care if it's water in a jug. If it say Quenisha's water in a jug, it's mine. We don't go back and forth with purpose regarding each other being purposeful. We don't go back and forth with journey when we know that we are a journal of God regarding being a written promise. We're not doing that as sisters or brothers in Christ. We don't fight unfair because our fight is a good fight of faith. I know we always say put our big girl underwear on or big man underwear on, whatever. I had to put my shoes on and put my new garment on, put my helmet on. I had to put the breastplate on. I had to be girded and have that on. The feast shot with the pepper of the gospel of peace on. The sword of the spirit, I had to carry that on. And the shield of faith carrying that out while I'm walking on. Because every of you, every single one of you, wouldn't never allow Satan to take anything from you, would you? Would you give over what God says? Would you give over his plan? Would you give over his will? Would you give over your harvest? Unlimited phone? Would you give over your provisions? Would you give over who you are? For someone else to be? No, because we all have a great reward regarding everything. And I thank God I poured that out of people and I poured that into people whether they wanted to hear it or not. No, come sit down. It's not going to be like this. Now, everybody can say you are such a strong woman. You are definitely a leader. You are definitely a one who's humble and who walks like God. 
Because every single time it was come here, we're not doing this. We never been through this before and we're not going through this now. I know you don't hear nobody talk like this, but you about to hear it now. Because we only going up from here. We never going down. That's called snatching someone out of the enemy's hand. No matter how it appear to look or sound like if it's not working or not. Oh, believe me and you. Those seeds are definitely being sown like they were sown into my life. So that's why I don't play with my purpose. Because I played far too long regarding what belongs to me. I had to really see the reality of what I caused. I caused a pause. I caused a pause when demonstrations of manifestations was present. And it was for a long time. A long time. I don't care about no lies that was spoken to me. I don't care about nothing that was done. I thank God it's all for the glory. Here's my brand new start. We don't talk about anything that happened in the past. I testify what God has brought me out to bring me into. But every opportunity now is brand new unto me. Because it would never be the same response as it was before regarding any godly thing. Jesus Christ. Oh God. God is having me to feel who I have. Who I have. Who do I have? What did God teach me about who I have? Someone who's not going to back down. When you know you are walking in the right way. Someone who sees two realities but decides to make the right decisions and not the ones based upon how you feel due to your emotions regarding what's coming your way. Who have grew from just having a way of releasing how you feel due to what came your way. Wanting to see things better, seeing everybody happy. Not a people pleaser, but one to see everybody pleased. No matter how much help you receive, prayers you receive, you are the one to continue to believe and stand firm. 
and what you believe on, what you believe in, and what you stand on. Great sense of humor. Learn from mistakes. Don't mind omitting to love the follow. To be so quick to lead. Love to learn and not be so quick to just teach, teach, teach. Very humble, not arrogant. Cannot stand boasting. Forgetting who you are and who helped you to get that. Knowing what you have and who you are as an offering. Not allowing all the negativity, all the belittling and rejection stop you from accepting the acceptance of being assured by God. Continuing to praise even though heart could be feeling scarred. Not telling your business and don't have to tell people everything. And don't have to explain what you don't want to explain. And that's what the problem was for a lot of people. That we knew you but didn't know you. And it wasn't that. It was that you knew me in a way that you are supposed to know me. Spiritual. Relational. Sense of humor, fun, style, all of that. But when it comes to when I'm pushing past on a personal level, on a private level, it's not for you. And many people didn't know and when they found out what was, oh, felt some type of way. Oh, how come we didn't see? And it's not that. It's that everything is not for everybody. So put yourself in other people's shoes. We don't expose everything that we go through, everything that we push past. So it's not to take things the wrong way. And thank God for that not going that way. Because it wasn't meant to be taken that way. Just because you get a side of me that others may not get doesn't mean that I value you more than them. It's just what the purpose is for the connection. It has to be successful in that area. And sometimes it's nothing more or nothing less. Period. You are definitely a model. And you are being modeled. And this went somewhere else, didn't it? Holy Spirit, this went all the way over here. I don't even know what Holy Spirit was saying at first. Yeah, don't leave. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Stay where you are. Holy Spirit said, go back where you just were. <laughs> you are a model. You are being modeled. You are being rewarded. 
You are seeing manifestation. You are hearing more clear. You are receiving instructions as to what to do now. So enjoy what God is doing in you. Enjoy your brand new start. Because your start is brand new. I love you.